I am joined by Renee Michelle right now. You know her from her work on WWE TV. You might have seen her on AEW and Impact TV, uh, indies throughout the country. And now you can see her this weekend on NWA Empower. She's going to be in tag team action on the show. We'll talk about that. How are you doing today? I'm good. I've been running around trying to get my body right, you know, during this whole pandemic. And then also on top of that, um, been on, you know, different shows within the indies back to back. As well as like trying to put this house together too. <laughs> uh, did you just move in or read renovation? We we move in. We move in like the end of December, but we did. We've been doing like a lot of renovations in here, so it's just a time consuming. And of course, like when you are having furniture delivered or buying furniture, it takes months on end with that and mm-hmm. dealing with contractors, landscapers, and all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we could have a whole other conversation about uh, home renovations. I'm in the middle of one right now, but. <laughs> oh yeah. How's that going for you? Uh, it, it's moving very slowly. It turned into, Hey, let's fix this problem. And now it's, you know, yeah. there's, all these, there's all these other problems behind the wall. <laughs> yes. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so you, you understand uh, completely. Right. Uh, so I want to get into the match that is announced first. Uh, I mentioned that you're doing NWA Empower this weekend. Uh, right. You're in the Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. Uh, you're going to be facing, it's yourself and Sahara 7, known as Hell on Heels against the Hex, Allison K against, uh, I'm sorry, Allison K and Marty Bell. Um, right. And then if you guys win, you have a chance to face Red Velvet and Kylan King or the Free Babes. So there's a lot going on in this tournament. Uh, one of the things that, that's appealing is uh, three of the teams are all new. And the reason I say it that way is uh, Allison Kay and Marty Bell have teamed up before. We've seen them, you know, kind of if you follow them on social media, you know, you know that they're pretty good friends. But uh, right. What's the appeal for you entering this tournament? Because you've primarily done singles work. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most besides potentially winning these titles? Well, obviously, you know, like NWA, they haven't had a tag team within like 30, what, 34 or 36, 36 years. So that's pretty exciting in itself. And it's also history making. And the fact that you have Mickey James, who's solely in control of all of that, that's even groundbreaking as it is. I absolutely adore Mickey. Mickey, she has been one of my first matches when starting out in the business, like about eight, nine years ago. So I have always worked single matches, but a few times that I have worked tag matches even though I don't have an established tag team but what better way than to tag with one of my best friends which is Sahara Seven and her and I have tagged one time before but I think what better way to someone who I trust someone who I adore someone who I also want them to you know explode as well as do well in the professional wrestling and that's really that's actually very hard to find, you know, she's like my sister. Mm-hmm. So what better way to share this opportunity and do it together? 
if you guys move on, I mentioned you have a chance to face either the Free Babes or Red Velvet and Kylan King. Not looking ahead, but either one of them you'd like to work with more than the other? I'm uh, I'm up for anyone, anyone, everyone, any, whoever it may be. Like I'm I'm definitely not picky. I'm familiar with um with Marty Bell's work. I'm also familiar with uh uh Kylie King, Red Velvet, as well as um Allison K work. I'm not too familiar with the other two, but it really wouldn't matter to me because I am adaptable to my surroundings. So whoever that they may throw at me, if we were to win, you know, which I'm pretty confident that we will, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bring it all, bring it my way, bring it our way. I think, you know, I, I just had to ask because your last singles match in AEW was against Red Velvet. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. That was a fluke. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't really a fluke. Okay. Uh, uh, fair enough, but you know, it, it, there's history. Uh, and then I was going to say on the other side of things, there's this new team where it's a generational thing. Um, if people don't know who they are because they, you know, they don't really have that exposure yet, but Jazzy Yang is Jimmy Wang Yang's daughter, Miranda mm. Gordy, uh, Miranda Gordy from, um, the Freebirds, And then Hollywood, Haley J, you know, you have three names there that not only you are going to get a chance to work with maybe for the first time or, you know, give some exposure to, but there's kind of like that new dynamic that you can create where, you know, you you may find something you like about them. Like, I, I think for a talent and a fan perspective, there's a lot, you know, that can come out of this tournament. Well, I mean, as far as the generation thing, you know, that's all fun. You know, that's all grand and whatnot. But as soon as they step in the ring with me, none of that does not matter. (laughs) It's not like I'm wrestling the aunt, the uncle, the mom, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, I'm wrestling you as an individual. So whatever that they must have taught you, you better bring it in the ring with me. I like the confidence. (laughs) Uh. So one other thing, and you you did just mention it, uh, I've noticed your name come up a lot with MCW. I saw you were advertised for a Hurricane Pro uh, event not too long ago, but um, I mean, people might not know how much experience you do have in the business. They might just think uh, they saw you on WWE or Impact or AEW, but you've actually been a wrestler for eight to nine years. And one of the matches that I found you know, you worked uh, with Mickey in a tag team match in MCW. So do you feel like it's a little bit of a full circle moment with this, even though she's not competing, it's still, you know, her event. She asked you to be on it. Do you feel like this is sort of kind of proving like, Hey, here's all the progress I made. Here's, you know, where I'm at in my career right now. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, with Mickey, it's like, it's an honor, you know, it's an honor to work with her, work beside her, you know, and to be able to show her like my best capabilities and qualities in the ring. Um, she, she keeps an eye on me. I'm, I'm pretty confident she keeps an eye on me. And she saw throughout the years how I progress. Like, you're right, like, not a lot of people may not know about me. Um, majority of my wrestling, you know, I have done was over in Japan. 
you know, I was trained over there by the legendary Chibiza Nagio. And she was the founder and, you know, an infamous tag team partner with Lioness Asuka and also the founder of Gaya Girls. So I was one of the first, well, actually the first one to be over there. Luckily, in the grace of God, I took Japanese in college. So that saved me a lot. Mm. But um, yeah, I, Japan is always going to be my second home to me. You know, granted, I did like wrestle over and like in Canada and up and down all over the U.S. I even wrestled over in India for the great Kali, you know, when he held his first show, which had 75,000 fans attended. It was like a WrestleMania event. You know, back then, social media wasn't as prevalent, but, you know, you were in this area. It's kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of weird to think what could have, what you could have experienced if social media was around because people always want to say you know it has its good and bad uses but I think that would have been a good one right like I have like my love and hate for social media like I I mean I'm pretty sure I put much effort into it than like a lot of things like you know like a lot of people are into like the whole social media gifts and all the other stuff or I, I just never been into it. Maybe I'm a little old fashioned, but mm-hmm. I just never been into that. As far as like with MCW, that was one of like, that's my hometown, MCW. Dan McDevitt, he took me in and he's like a wrestling dad for me. And throughout the years of like me training and, you know, RJ, God bless his soul, he passed away. RJ, which is known as the bruiser, mm-hmm. he passed away from leukemia. He was like my first actual like trainer. So if anything, I owe MCW, Dan McDevitt and RJ, you know, a whole lot because, you know, they took a chance on me. They didn't have to, you know, but I'm forever grateful and I owe them that. I have that loyalty to MCW. I also have that loyalty to Chikuza Navio because, you know, I was like her first foreign student. She didn't have to take a chance on me, but she did. Mm. And, you know, I see her as um, Pama, like Mama and Papa. So I call her Pama. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, w- I want to jump back really quick. You mentioned that you worked for the great Kali. And I think that's another one of those things that you can talk to about uh, people's percep- uh, perception of what's really going on. Like people want to measure him by his WWE career or what he did. But I, I don't think people realize the cultural impact he has over in India and like how easy it is to have a figure like him, like, you're just like, Oh, the, you know, like you want to go re- work for the great Kali over there. Like there's already this built in audience. Like he really is like a celebrity that just. Yeah. That man is like God over there. <laughs> you know, It's like everyone, everyone loves Kali. You know, he done so much great things over there for the people in India and be able to have like, for him to represent India when during the time when he was like in WWE and, and all that jazz, I think it's phenomenal. You know, like when I was there the first time over in India and bear in mind, I absolutely, you know, I do like some of the Bollywood films. I do watch that and let alone their music, but actually having to be there and have that experience. Um, a lot of people, they're very accepting, you know, the people are very, very nice over there. They're kind of a little bit in your personal space, you know, because they're super duper excited, you know, or they're too excited, you know, so they can't control themselves. But other than that, I had a blast, you know, like it was, like I said, it was 75 people there when I had my first, uh, wrestling over there in India. And it was, it was like a WrestleMania event for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's got to be exciting. Um, and I, I would say if after hearing that and kind of what I said, if people don't really know, like go, it, it's very easy to find videos of like him just getting swarmed by people when he's out. So kind yeah. of a little bit. He's a gentle giant. He's definitely a gentle giant. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about your appearances on AEW TV. You've had, uh, I believe, seven matches this year on AEW programming. And uh, you you faced off with Thunder Rosa, Layla Hirsch, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Statlander. We already mentioned uh, the other fluke. <laughs> with red velvet red velvet yeah uh but yeah. i i think uh you know i think you're illustrating the goal of the show which is to grow talent to potentially move up in the ranks of AEW and it gives you ring time especially after the past year not knowing how you know the independents were going to pan out but is that kind of like the same experience you have like hearing stuff like that where it's really to, you know, kind of see it as a way to move up. Um, I'm always, I'm always up to like expand and explore and, you know, explore different options that I have. Like, obviously, you know, with AEW, you know, a lot of the people there, they're great. I absolutely love it. And whatever opportunity that is going to be presented to me, I'm going to take it. You know, like, I think like a lot of people, they assumed that I'm fine and, and everything, but I'm not. I've always been like a free agent. You know, I wasn't signed, you know, to AEW, Impact, WWE, NXT, you know, none of that. And, you know, from all of those that I have worked with each and every promotion, I take it as a learning curve. You know, if I'm able to present what I could deliver and obviously I, you know, how can I say, how can I explain this? I don't see there's nothing wrong, you know, giving it your all, but don't show everything. Mm-hmm. Leave them you know? on. Yeah. Right. Because if you show all your cars and what else can you give? Yeah. You, you want a reason for them to invite you back or for somebody to want to see more. Um, Absolutely. But I mean, on the flip side is that like, is that a goal to get, you know, a contract or are you just kind of, using this as okay i can like you brought up your experience in japan and i feel like maybe that might change your you know change your take on it where if you maybe if you didn't start out in japan like you'd maybe say oh okay i want to work here here how do i get there but starting out early in you know going to all these different territories is that just kind of something that you're used to doing where you just really do want to branch out as much as you can i do want to branch out as much as i can but a wise man once told me if you want to become a wrestler japan is where it's at if you want to become a sports entertainer of course you know wwe impact and AEW is where it's at and i learned that from william regal so i wanted to challenge myself for someone who didn't grow up in wrestling wasn't a fan of wrestling did not know a lickety split about wrestling i wanted to challenge myself to see like okay well if I want to become a wrestler, I make my chance over in Japan. And I've done that. You know, now I want to learn how to do the sports entertainment where uh, instead of me just being a wrestler, now I have to learn the characteristics or or um, being a character, you know, as of 
we all watch today of how a person is in the ring. And I enjoy, I enjoy both, you know, and if I need to switch it up, then so I can, not as far as like me wanting a contract and stuff. Um, the conversation haven't happened, you know, obviously, you know, make me an offer that I can't refuse. Okay. Fair enough. In the meantime, like we, we've mentioned your, your MCW, uh, AEW, NWA coming up this weekend that, you know, if you were contracted, you wouldn't have these opportunities coming up. But um, part of the, you know, the reason that, or maybe not the reason, but uh, some of the stuff that you've been a part of is really, you know, heavy on the sports entertainment stuff, the WWE, like with the 24 cent seven segments and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people, another one that people might not recall is you were part of the May Young classic, but yeah, looking back on, you know, looking back on all of that stuff as a collective, is there anyone, um, is there any one segment and I will try to make it a little easier and exclude the wedding one. Is there any that stands out as one where you really either challenge yourself in that realm or just one that you really enjoyed doing more than the others? Cause I feel like oh, yeah. a wrestling, a wrestling wedding, like you kind of know what to expect, but well, well, here's the thing that was actually our wedding day. Yeah. So, okay, so a lot of people don't know. We were already married. We already been married, like, through the court and everything. So, of course, you know, my mother, you know, the woman that she is, because I am her only daughter, you know, what parent does not want to see their daughter walk down the aisle, you know, on. So it took a whole year to be able to plan a wedding. And I did it all by myself, you know, thank God. It was very stressful. I'll never want to do it ever again. (laughs) But um, two days prior to the wedding, we were asked about it. Well, he was asked about it. And they were like, he was like, well, let me ask my wife. I did not really so, so much knew the details of it. I thought it would be like, you know, like Sarah Logan type of wedding. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, two hours prior to it, then that's when I started knowing a bit of the details. And you're kind of like, what? You know? Mm-hmm. But for, for someone, you know, for me, I, I'm really chill. I'm like, okay, why not? You know, what better way, you know, to like display my wedding and let alone let it be in WWE, Mm -hmm. you know, now I may not know the full details of everything during the time, you know, but it was like two hours of me walking down the aisle. So I was already there and like trying to get ready and stuff too. So it was really on our wedding day, you know, it's just, yeah, some either between uh our truth the referee or my husband i still have a big black footprint on my veil in my dress somebody ripped my veil and i have a big black footprint on my dress now did you like i know i think my wife did i don't remember but you you, like get it put in you know like the bag and you can save it like they didn't say do you want to take this off like you left it like the footprint's still on there I mean, I haven't got to the chance of getting it fixed. Of course okay. I want to get it, of course I want to get it fixed. I want to put it like in like, you know, those little big boxes and have it like displayed and everything. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I didn't know what it was, but like I know that you it, you know, you keep it as like a hallmark or something, but like would you I mean, do you I, I'm assuming you want to get it removed? You don't want to keep well, it. Heck yeah, I do. I like <laughs> heck yeah, I do. I want our I want our truth to fix it. <laughs> He like you pop your your ass with all my wedding dress. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, wrestling weddings are fun, but it's, uh, it, it's kind of funny to have it be on your real wedding day, I guess, you know. Yeah, a, a lot, and a lot of people didn't yeah. didn't know that. So of course, you know, you know, you have you have my family members who really don't watch wrestling, so they're like, "What is going on?" Yeah. I didn't I didn't get to have the time to kind of like clue them up. So, yeah. and e- even if you could, it's like, oh yeah, well here's you know like highlights of whatever. And I, I use the example. Um, he was involved in the the uh, alley and Chelsea Green and uh yeah. Sutter wedding but that was in a, that was in a sound stage in a ring and it was like in context right. like so over the top and then you're like yeah it's gonna be nothing like that uh actually I, I can't even really tell you what's gonna happen because I don't know what's gonna happen so yeah I can imagine how how crazy that probably was for oh me. yeah it was insane but you know at the same token I loved it you know as as me not being like Renee Maverick, I absolutely love it. Now, as for Renee Maverick, I'm fuming. <laughs> uh, now that and we still, and we still haven't gone on our honeymoon. Hopefully, you get to do that soon. Uh, now that things are opening up a little bit more, uh, you know. Man, yeah, it better. <laughs> right? Go somewhere uh, nice and warm. Somewhere our truth can't find you. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but, um i'm glad we got a little bit of a chance to talk about you know the sports entertainment side but uh is there a match that you know maybe even going into this weekend like is there one that you've had that you would recommend that people should really check out like you've seen this you know wide variety of my work on both sides whether it was a- as an actor or a wrestler is there one match that you would point to or maybe a couple matches that you know, you're just really proud of and think really. Oh gosh, that's hard because I am my own worst critic and I'm a perfectionist. So I. Is there one that fans tell you is their favorite? Maybe I put it that way. I don't know. You know what? The fans haven't told me that. All right. Maybe. Honestly. It's fair enough. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that the reason I ask is it started as a, like a watch list start doing a playlist but yeah everybody always says something different and you know i might have an idea like oh maybe they'll say you know just something that you can watch recently or oh something that was early in my career so it's always fun to kind of see where your mind's at with it but i mean like with wwe i think it's like pretty pretty wild but let alone interesting that someone who's unsigned (laughs) was able to open a monday night raw with her husband (laughs) so that i would say i'm pretty proud of um beforehand i was injured and i you know like i said having a happy triad blew my knee you know because i was doing crossfit i was working out i was training i was doing a bunch of shows i didn't really give my body a rest so of course naturally my body is like okay well it's since you're not going to give me a rest i'm going to make you have a rest mm-hmm. and that's when my knee my left knee went out so within 6 to 9 months i had to go to like extraneous uh, physical therapy you know, to get better and get, you know, my knee and my legs, you know, back to its strength. So the day that I got cleared was the day that I opened up Monday Night Raw with my husband going against our truth and Carmella. What, uh, I mean, obviously you get cleared, but what kind of 
transition do you have to make with, you know, your, your style, not even just your style, just being back in the ring. Like, did you have to make any changes from uh, just feeling like, you know, I'm favoring the knee or I'm going to go slower, like any kind of stuff that, you know, you had to pay attention to in particular, because it's not just, it's not just the ACL. You just said it's three, like major. Yeah, I all three. Um, in the beginning, I was like, okay, let me be more careful. But as you know what, honestly, I feel like I became much better, you know, after being injured Yeah. You know, in the ring than before. Because before it was like, okay, you know, a lot of people, they go like, okay, I could do everything. I do all this, that, and a third. But now after you get injured, it's like you're more cautious mm-hmm. and you're more prone to like wanting to last longer in the business than having a shorter career in a business. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I asked uh, Chris Saban about it and he had injured his knee three times, like the same injury. And he said, it's, you know, that's when you're going to get injured again. You have to like teach yourself not to think about it, not to work, you know, yeah. preventative measure. You have to just kind of trust yourself to go out there and do it the right way. And right. It's it's a roll of a dice, but I feel like you become much wiser after you get injured, you know, in the ring. I am pretty proud that I was able to be one of the first pick for the Mayon Classic. Mm -hmm. So that was like back in, I want to say 2017, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, being in AEW and being invited back to back, you know, by them, like, you know, thank God, you know, they keep bringing me back because I actually enjoy it there. You know, every, everyone there is really cool, you know, and it's an opportunity for me to let alone be in a ring with like these talented women, but also on top of that, to showcase a little bit, bit by bit, what I could bring to the table as well. Well, I am assuming they can find the WWE stuff on Peacock if it's not up there already, but I know, uh, AEW Dark, you can go check it out on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. I know yeah. there's title match stuff out there, but yeah, like uh, Mickey, like I have tagged with her and I have wrestled against her. Um, I love being in the ring and wrestling against Melina. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my last match was Melina when we oh when we were over in Barbados, and they mm-hmm. haven't had a match there since 1989. So to be able to bring that back since like so many years, like I was very grateful, Mm -hmm. you know, and what better way to be in a ring again with Melina. Like a lot of people think that her and I are like killing each other, but we're actually having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, do you know if that's out or, you know, honestly, no, no. And I, and I wish I, I wish I knew, I wish I knew cause I would love to put it out there, but, um, other than that, like being over in Barbados, I didn't realize during the time, like how much people really do watch wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. over there, you know? Yeah. Now, especially when, you know, like you said, they don't have access to it and how easy stuff is to find. But uh, I, I would encourage people to check out the AEW stuff. If they have Peacock or WWE Network, go check out that stuff. Uh, title match wrestling is probably one of the best at putting full matches up there in events. They, I know they do the ladies night out stuff. Right. Um, and they, they work with reality or wrestling too. So they're, they have a good team over there. The next time people will have a chance to check you out is at NWA empower this weekend. Uh, you can order it on fight TV. Um, 
good luck in the tournament. Uh, hopefully the next time we do this, you'll be NWA women's tag team champion. It'll be the, I better, I'm going to uh, burn everything. <laughs> like, no, I'm just joking. I'm not going to burn everything, but you know, yeah. I'll do, yeah. I do my best. We will do our best. Absolutely. Uh, check it out this weekend. Check out all the stuff. We just, you know, go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Uh, Renee, thanks very much for your time. Thank you.